Welcome to another episode of This Agency Life, the podcast where we talk about what it's like to run an agency. And I'm joined, as always, by our operations director, Vicky Samance. How are you doing? Very good, thank you. On this, uh, where are we now? Just had Easter break, haven't we? So yeah, good, thank you. It's a long, distant memory. Happy Friday, I was going to say, which is a really bizarre thing for us to say to each other. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, traditionally, we don't work on Fridays. Um, mm. So you might be thinking, why are we working on a Friday? Um, so yeah, it's... I <laughs> it's think, a scam. It's a trick. <laughs> it's a scam. It was all untrue. No, it's... Um, yeah, I think that that's why, I mean, everyone gets thrown by a bank holiday, right? You don't know, you know, what the day of the week is, etc. Um, but yeah, because we do four day weeks, typically, it was Easter last weekend, which was great. Mm-hmm. Um, Shout out to Jesus. <laughs> I was going to say happy birthday, but no. I'm not religious in the slightest, so it's Easter, I'm like, oh, that's a religious thing. Right, cool. Birthday's Christmas. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, happy day. Shout out to everyone doing Ramadan. <laughs> I've not had breakfast this morning, so I know how it feels. Not really. I don't know how people do that. That's insane. Ross Ross is supporting everyone. Um, Yeah. It's the only two. Sorry. We should probably actually talk about work stuff. (laughs) It's the only two religions I actually know anything about. Um, So, so, yeah, we're working today because we had Easter Monday off. mm -hmm. Um, So, because we do four days a week, the team are working. They are actually working today. It is a Friday, but we're still doing a four-day work week. Um, Yeah, which is how we manage it. But yeah, so it is weird to say happy Friday, but um, yeah, but I suppose the difference with us is we've done a four day work week this week like everyone else, but we'll do another one next week. So not everyone can say that. This is very true. So we always do four days, just that yeah. if it's a, you move the kind of day off if you like. So yeah, it was interesting. I was kind of being a bit of an arsehole on Twitter as I'm one to do. And um, on the Easter Friday, I'm like, oh, I hope you're all enjoying your day off. Isn't it nice to only work four days? And I got a bunch of DMs being like, you're a prick. I'm like, yeah, uh, thanks. <laughs> that wasn't even related to the Twitter. Not even related to Twitter. <laughs> that was just people just wanted yeah, to tell me, you know. Um, anyway, we've got a bit of an agenda today. Yeah. Um, we're um, going to be doing quite a bit of recording today. We've also got our technical director, Ray, here, who is hopefully listening and tapping away on his microphone, uh, on his um, keypad. So I'm going to ask him to please leave so it doesn't get picked up in the, uh, <laughs> in the audio. <laughs> We've got a lot happening today. Yeah. Why are we in We Work Again today? Um, so lots of things. So one of the key things that we mentioned before, we have a monthly team meeting and um, people get together. Um, it's a special one this week or this month rather. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've actually flown in the team um, for the meeting. So super exciting. Um, but yeah, also this week as well, we've had um, a couple of client meetings, which we'll talk about. Um, but yeah, so just bringing everyone in um, because we are remote team, not just in the UK. Um, we've got our technical director in Abu Dhabi. We've got members of the PR team in uh currently in cyprus um another member in um berlin um stoke Stoke, (laughs) the most exotic of all exactly uh scotland i hear that's a lovely place i mean yeah (laughs) she was really keen to come down for some reason (laughs) um but yes it's really it's quite special week really because i say we've been face to face with clients um, we've got everyone here today for the team meeting, which is fantastic. Um, we're also, as part of that, obviously, we're going to do our usual updates, um, you know, finance, um, operations, which is the best bit. Um, but also, we're actually um, last day for our, our um, graphic designer who's going on maternity leave. It is. And I just seen, thank you yeah. so much for organizing this. You've got a nice little yeah. goodie bag. We're not going to show it because I think that's too private. But um, yeah. yeah, we're we going to be very sad to 
to see her go. But um, you know, nine months later, I'm sure she'll be back fighting fit, ready to ready to go. But uh, she's been amazing. She's been with us for one of the longest standing uh, people in the in the company. Um, and you can really tell, like, her handover, the professionalism of that handover was insanely good. Like, you know, usually you have to, like, pick things up. Like, oh, yeah. can you also mention this, this, and this? No stone went unturned. It was really impressive. Exactly. And I think, um, yeah, that for me, that's the difference to proactivity in it. Because obviously... Yeah. You know, if someone's leaving, be it, you know, leaving the company or going maternity leave, like there's, there is a lot, realistically, there is a lot to think about. Yep. And handovers are quite difficult. Um, but it's great how she's just, you know, thought about documentation, but also how is that communicated? So she's made, you know, she thought about when people are in, when she's going to hand it over, having different meetings. So also giving people an opportunity to ask questions. Um, so, yeah, it's been great. And I think um again she's been that's a good um I think it's good like personally she's great and I think also that's a reflection of the culture because we yeah. all try to support each other and work together and I think yeah that's um yeah really impressed so yeah a nice day but also a sad day but she'll be back sometime in the future yeah exactly bittersweet for us definitely and yeah. we have um our new designer Alicia starting um as well she's already had like a good solid induction she's already been doing client deliverables yeah. so that that feels it's always strange when there's handovers because when it's really smooth i'm always like mr anxiety i'm like oh no but what's what's went wrong that i can't see <laughs> i don't think anything is which is amazing i think that's testament to you and all your good work as well like keeping it all together nailing onboarding and stuff as well yeah and i think we've also gendered a lot of trust in the team i think that's the other yeah. thing and I always use that word empowerment, but I think we have. I think people have been more accountable and, um, yeah, just working together on it. Um, like we said, our new graphic designer, she's, you know, she's she's come on board. She's already hitting the ground running. Um, and also we've got a lot of, you know, we can talk about new starters as well because we've had another one start the SEO team this month. Um, and I'm just so impressed that people have just like come in and just been so engaged and wanted to get on board with things. Because again, starting any company is from an is from both perspective, from an employee perspective and an employer. Like you've got to get both sides right um, in terms of bringing people on. So, but yeah, so it's been a very busy month. Lots it of has three total new hires as well, which is a yeah. bit. You know, that in a month is, it feels quite a lot for us, but I think quarterly that's probably going to be trajectory now. Mm-hmm. Um, so with our new Bamboo HR thing that we put into place the other week there, we've got a new LMS system. Uh, so we've built all of our onboarding stuff, all of our videos and all of our operating procedures into this thing. Yeah. And we sent them what's called a new hire pack. So for the first time ever, we onboarded people kind of hands-free. And if you look at... I'd love you to tell me, based on your experience of onboarding people before to now, how many questions have you had this time versus last? I've had, I actually had one question, um, which was about um, when do we start and finish work, which I thought was, okay, well, that's a little blind spot. I need to put that in there because we're a bit too, like, just do the work. There's no hard start and finish. But that's it. I've had no follow-up questions. Have you had any follow-up questions from new people? Do you know what? Um, nothing major, which mm. and that's again. I mean, you've you've actually spent a lot a lot of time in terms of like the um, operating procedures, getting those in place, which is great. Um, all I've really done, so I've just made sure on the first day as well. Um, 
I mean, in terms of face-to-face, they've met the team. Like I've done a little session for them. But do you know what? Actually, because all this, I've you know, I've taken them through stuff from a project management point of view, but everything has been written down. So, in terms of follow-up questions, there haven't actually been any. Um, and That's this, interesting. Yeah, which is the first time. Um, and it's. I'm so happy about that. Yeah. <laughs> so happy about it. We, the first yeah. time we also showed them our purpose and values straight away. So, like the first thing when they come in, it's yeah. like why do we do four days, what our philosophies are, how it's different. Um, and I think that helps people adapt quicker and relax faster as well. Yeah. But the uh, two new starts in particular, so we've been doing cl- in-person client QBRs. How are you feeling about in-person? Uh, do you know what? I'm absolutely loving it. Absolutely Same. loving it. I think the the difference in terms of like the rapport you can build up with the client um there's a a couple of things like you know we've been doing zoom calls with them which is absolutely fine you know we've been able to have we've got to know a bit about them but when you come to face to face um we've you know we've done a mix of meeting the clients in their office or we've met them in a we work but it is just so different just being able to like have a candid you can get through much more you can cover much more and just build a better relationship both personally and professionally um and it's and again for us with the clients but then also seeing the team like this is the first time i've met a couple of team members this week face to face um and i feel like i know them a little bit already but yeah it just makes such a difference i know how tall ray is now yeah i know he's a midget i thought he was much <laughs> taller than that but apart he's, he's five foot on the dot yeah he's been lying on his yeah, tinder profile no. he's, he's, he's actually married he doesn't have one i'll get him in trouble <laughs> <laughs> No, it's it's great to see people in in real life. Like that new dynamic just makes such a big difference. Mm. Also with the clients, it's um it's kind of nice just to get them in a non-work setting and hear about you know what they're doing with their kids and like what they do in their spare time and what music they're into and and what they used to do when they were. We got someone talking about when they were in high school and he's like forty. You're like great because these are fun things and you would never get to do that on the Zoom because it's very like structured to talk about work, move on. Yeah, exactly. And I think from my point of view, because I'm like operations as well. So I'm obviously joining a lot of the calls, you know, I'm listening, I'm trying to, you know, understand obviously what's happening in the business. What does that mean for us? Making sure things are scheduled, delivered on time, et cetera. Um, but yeah, I, I, that, that's what got me this week. I was like, I haven't really had an opportunity to have a proper conversation because you always need to move on. Yeah. Um, but And I think, you know, it's not just a, you know, this is more fun sort of thing. It's like actually professionally, I think they trust us more and they're yeah. more likely to be open about their business. And we did have like this week where the client was presenting their business stuff and we were able to have a really candid conversation about it. That's massive. So <clears throat> typically in QBRs, what we would do is be like, here was the strategy that you said we're going to do, here's our forecast, and here's what we ended up producing. So like, how close are we to forecast? This is base, this is stretch, are we somewhere in the middle? Yes or no, what do we need to do moving forward? But that makes it very like uh, one-sided, where they're just like, you know, show us what you've done and what we're paying our money mm-hmm. for. When the client comes in and it's like, here's our business update of what we're doing internally for marketing holistically. Yeah. It, everything starts to make sense. And you're like, oh, this is great. And then you start uncovering things that maybe you've not uncovered before. Like, oh, um, here's what our big Q3, Q4, you know, topics and plans are. You're like, okay, well, we can fit into it this way and that mm-hmm. way. And just through these conversations, they're like, we also want you to start looking at our PR work. And we're like, huh. Yeah. 
<laughs> well, we could help there. Yeah, yeah it's like, uh, <laughs> let me just uh, get this contract over the table to yeah. you, Mr. Client. No, but um, that helps with everything because it feeds into all the content work we do from an SEO point of view, helps us understand development. And if they've got like new product launches, it just means mm. that we can see it way in advance. So in that one yesterday, like they we're launching two new product types and our senior SEO consultant told me, he was like, oh, that's no, that's got nothing to do with the current keyword set we've, we've, we're we building out and stuff. Yeah. And they're like, oh, does that matter? I'm like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it yeah. matters. So just knowing stuff ahead of time makes um, so much difference. And also going to fancy restaurants after is also oh, yeah. a bit of fun as well. Exactly, exactly. Everyone enjoys that. And I think, uh, but yeah, I think that, that like, I think that's the thing we were talking about, you know, you mentioned about, oh, we can do the PR as well. It's like, it's not a hard sell. Like if they've, you know, we've obviously demonstrated through the work that we've done and then we're actually going out and they're like, you know, it's that people by people thing. Yeah. You know, you're talking about going for a nice lunch and it was, it was great, but we actually just spent, it was a great couple of hours, about three or four hours. Um, yeah, four but yeah, five. just catching up. If you had a lot of wine, I'm not sure. I think it was actually four <laughs> or five, everyone. Yeah, I had soft drinks. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> no, it was really good. Nice. Um, but well worth the time. Um, it was just personally, they're great people. Um, and that's another key thing, actually, this week. Um, is there the people that we want to work with? And I'm not being, these are the type of people that we want to work with. That's they, the client character, right? Yeah. That's the exact type of person that's perfect for us. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, that's why it was, again, well invested. Because from our point of view, yeah, we want to keep them as a client. But actually, they're the people that we want to work with. And that that is something that I've sort of um you know i'm talking to the team about as well because obviously all you know it's always important like we need to retain business get new business but it's not we don't just want any client like and it's, yeah. it's just we need the right client that fits our values um, and wants to work with us um basically as a partnership again sounds a bit corny but that is true and that's the client said that yesterday that's how we felt you know, we were an extension of our team. And I think I've heard that before and you're like, really? But he... Yeah. I felt a little warm and squishy when yeah. he uh, said, you can, like, <laughs> I definitely was not hugged enough as a child. The moment I get any sort of external affection, he's like, you're like a member of our team. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> I'm looking at eye now. And then you went and hugged him and it was awkward. Yeah, it was strange. You know, we touched where we shouldn't have. Um, but it was, the whole thing was just really, really cool. And when it comes to picking clients, I always used to think, oh yeah, you pick your clients. Sure you do. No, you don't. You Take whatever you can get because sales is hard. But now in a mature business, you're like, that's the hard opposite of what you do because you end up with a client book that's a nightmare, that's not profitable, that's running like your team hate and your team end up like, it just, it kills the entire company. It does. With the, um, we're going to talk about profit and loss and, and new business and sales and stuff. So um, last month we had um, four uh, pitches that we um, kind of went in for and I was saying to the guys yesterday, like typically we would, we used to convert 78% of everything mm -hmm. that came in and any agency owners listening to this will be like, mm, that's high, really high, like too high. And the reason was, cause it was terrible terms saying yes to anything just to get in the door. And then I'd give it to the team and they're like, what is this? Like, we didn't agree this, this isn't the framework. So I'm like, I know, but it's a sale, right? And they're like, <laughs> nah, really no yeah. so we we now convert uh closer to 30 percent one in three which is a lot healthier so if we're converting two new clients every month that feels actually like it doesn't sound like a lot but that's huge growth for a, a small business like insane uh, yeah it's it not stratospheric startup stuff but in terms of 
growing steadily, being able to hire slowly, doing it all on cash flow, no debt. Like we're very, we, we tell the team how much yeah. cash we've got on bank, the whole deal. It just feels like a better way to do business. And sitting with those clients yesterday and even the ones on Wednesday as well, you just really get the feeling of, oh, okay, this is what you do. You you got to really focus in and spend your time on getting the best clients you can and then retaining them. And then everything works out. So yeah, yeah it's been good. And what struck me this morning, because I had a call um, with finance, um, just talk through like how we're going to calculate stuff going forward, which we can talk about in a bit. You had a finance call at nine o'clock on a Friday morning. Yeah. Jeez, yeah. That, if that's Jeez. not dedicated, I, br- <laughs> I would bring that up at your quarterly review. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I had a 9 a.m. call with finance. Jen, it was the best thing. Uh, <laughs> I love it. Okay. Uh, it's numbers. Um yeah, and I think that even the reason I say that is because I was telling them about the meetings that we had this week. And I said that and I was like, I was like, yeah, these are people that we want to work with. And then I was talking about other clients and they were like, yeah, absolutely. Like, that's what we want. And for finance to reinforce that, not to be like, yes, it is important, obviously, to, you know, keep a stable bottom line. Obviously, we work with retainers. We want to make sure, you know, we've got steady growth. Um, but she said, like, they agreed with me. And it's just good for finance to hear that as well. Like, yes, you need the right people because actually in the long run, it's not going to help you otherwise. And so that needs to be part of the business strategy. So for finance to say that, I was like, cool, we're on the right page. It feels very <laughs> validating when finance yeah. say you're doing the right thing. So oh, uh, <laughs> uh, the way I look at the company now is like, pre-Vicky Samantz and post-Vicky Samantz. So it's like a kind of like before Christ and after, you know? <laughs> and um, before, um, if I'd done anything remotely good with finance and like they pat you on the head and say, well done, you've done that thing right. I was like, oh, good, validation. Because our FD, so um, anyone who is looking for an accountant, it's a, um agency owner. We use someone called Sapphire 8 and Carrie at Sapphire 8 is just unbelievably good she's like personable she's great with numbers she, she's kind of my business therapist in a weird way like she just yeah, puts up with great. a lot yeah. she's amazing um but it's so important to get good external partners early um and that's one of the things actually we we done a live podcast recording at brighton and one of the things we, um we were asked was when did you first introduce um an fd and that was really really early for us um and it's made a world of difference just to know what's right and wrong with like real yeah. numbers because when you're focused on like growth 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 we done this thing where every year we go up to a certain revenue number and then the clients would churn because that's the year and we couldn't hold them you're like what's going on this was mm. early 2017 this is like year one of starting the business yeah. I just didn't know what I was doing but now I mean some of our longest standing clients are like four years like we, we hold people yeah which is that's fantastic that's the yeah. strategy hold yeah. them for 10 years like okay. although it's imagine writing that down a business plan get a client <laughs> have them for 10 years everyone's like no that's not a thing but it is um but anyway we were at um, brighton seo last week um you were there with the dogs yeah it was a podcast called and we have an office dog by mr chris Samantz, who's also coming in today he is to do some uh critical thinking and leadership training with the team yeah um so yeah that's um that yeah that's super exciting so it's um you know we're, so we were looking at we've got the team meetings coming through and something else we're looking at is the training um and there's two sides to it so there's the role um specific training um so we've had one of our team members for example this month just complete an seo course um online 
Um, and part of that as well, they've been actually helping with client deliverables. So working on it, actually real life um, stuff as well. Um, so we're trying to make sure there's that um, role specific. Um, but yeah, we've got the critical thinking um, with the team today, which they're excited about. Um, and again, I think that's one of those things that, um, you know, it's, it's a skill that it's, it's accessible to everyone. And I think it actually can be quite transformational from a business point of view, because it is all about like how you um, approach things, how you go about working out priorities, how you go about challenging someone um, in a, um, a constructive way. Um, so it's something that isn't role specific, but I think it's going to help the whole team in terms of how we operate and how we communicate with each other and, you know, with with ourselves, but also with clients. So absolutely and also i i don't think i've been invited to the critical thinking no, training because chris uh, i'm gonna like <laughs> throw rubber bands out from the back like a naughty school boy um so I, uh we, you were talking about uh the call with the the finance team so what was the topic of the call with the finance team what were you what were you telling them about because uh, i'm very conscious that you now have full access to company <laughs> funds so i'm yeah. super no i'm kidding no. um so what was the call about um expenses no <laughs> <laughs> How can we make spa treatments tax exactly. deductible? Can yeah. we make that as part of my health and wellness package, please? <laughs> so that was only part of the conversation. Um, <laughs> yeah, the main thing that we focused on, um, it's all looking at utilisation and profitability. So what do I mean by that? Um, so something that I'm working on with finance and we... We're sort of towards the beginning now, but I'm really excited about this project because what we're looking to get to is actually looking at okay, on paper in terms of what we should be delivering the client, um, but also our operating expenses. So um, how profitable for each client, like how much is it actually costing us or what should it be costing us? Um, but also thinking about, you know, running business, you don't just have, you know, you've got the cost for the team, you've got cost for contractors, but also operating expenses in general. So software, marketing. Yeah. Um, so all those things that coming to actually running a business. Um, so what we're trying to get to is actually, you know, this is where we're at in terms of how much things are costing um, and actually how much, pro how profitable are each of those clients rea in reality. So where should be, should we be or where do we want to be versus where we actually are. Um, so the reason I'm working with finance on that is because I'm looking at um, utilisation um, on a day-to-day -day basis. And when I say utilisation, so actually looking at how long we spend on clients in reality. Um, versus what we've budgeted for, um, how long the team is spending on client work, which is billable, um, versus non-billable work, um, which is also important because it's things like um, you know training, doing their own marketing, um, and yeah, just like managing the team, for example. Um, so it's trying to understand like where we are at the moment, what we're realistically doing day to day, um, and where do we need to get to to make sure we're optimizing deliver, um, deliverables, um, but also profitable. Yep. So I'm working with finance and I'm giving them the um, real world about, this is what we need to deliver to the client. This is how long we're spending on things. And then they're gonna work with me to give them numbers to be like, this is actually how much it's costing us. Um, so then the, the objective is that over time, and we can do a couple of things. So obviously we'll, we wanna track things retrospectively so be like this is how much revenue we made so this is how much clients paid us and um, this is how much it cost us in terms of you know team hours in terms of the cost to run the business um, and this is the profit we made um, and then it's looking at okay well how do we make that more efficient or 
where are we over where are we under where do we need to focus um and then beyond that actually tracking it over time and projecting um so tracking over time but also forecasting ahead so thinking about actually so if we make these changes how profitable can we be you know what's the impact if we're bringing another member of staff another client so yeah sorry i've sort of no, Big this is great. This, 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 is, this is exactly what we need to, to know. What yeah. I would ask is like, this all sounds fantastic, right? So, But there's two things that I always think about is yeah. externally, how is it communicated and internally, how is it communicated? So yeah. like pro- our profitability, why do the clients care? I'll take that one because I think I've okay. got a good answer. Yeah. But internally, why? Like when we see this stuff to our team, it's like, all right, you're making more good for you, bud. You're making more <laughs> money. Whoop. Um, why should they care yeah and do you know a perfect question because that's part of what I'm that is part of what I'm talking about with the team in this afternoon's team meeting Um, so yeah it is talking about what these things are while we measure them Um, but the key thing is actually you know why should we all care about these things it's Mm. not a it's not a Vicky thing it's not a Ross thing it's not even a director level thing it's an everyone Um, so yeah in terms of why everyone in the team should care about it because if we have um, if we're better at utilization, so if we're smarter in terms of when we're spending our time um, and what we're working on, it means we can be more profitable overall. Mm-hmm. So but why you, why do they care about us being profitable? Well, because if we're more profitable, um, um, then it means we can have things like, you know, we can look at salary increases. We can look at things like profit share, which we've talked about previously. So mm-hmm. that's something that we were hoping to do. And again, it's this work that's critical to being able to do that. Yeah. Um, and I think that'll be a great uh, win for us. Um, also things like benefits, um, you know, team activities and yeah. Yeah, just like getting people to yeah. go and do fun stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. Like the interesting thing. So everyone gets a share of profit eventually when that gets worked out um, as a biggie. Um, and also just like if their utilization is correct and we can get the various levels on the right amount of billable hours, it means that they can spend more time doing training and career development which makes them much more valuable in the marketplace which then gets them a higher salary which makes them more of a master of their own universe that means we can spend more on training courses away days things like that exactly and just all the nice little things that come with being a profitable business we've all seen the google offices we've all seen all that like my absolute dream is to um like back in the day i was going a bit mad i'm like oh could we pay for everyone's like lunches and can we get them like the laundrap you know uh laundry service so we can do their laundry for them and then um someone at the time says like there's a there's a balance between what you should do as a company and what is private i'm like okay fine but like (laughs) i love that idea of like creating something that the four day work week thing is is just like an absolute base level it's already epic that it's only four days of work but what can we do that makes it like so like i want people to have bragging rights so when they're like where do you work even if they've not heard of us they they then say what they get yeah and they're like wow that's cool i wish i could do that i really want that to be a thing yeah and we try and work it into like little things like day to day so if we i remember back in the day when we were going down to brighton a lot we'd always say to people like if you're coming bring your partners and we'll we'll get you like a nice um double bedroom in the seafront or something like that's just like little silly yeah. things like that actually make a big difference to people and you can turn it into like a yeah. a lifestyle thing as well exactly um, and i think th- i think that's the thing i don't want um because when you know when business talk about profitability it's like oh making money i mean yeah it is but we're investing it back in the team yes that's critical and i think 
that's why you want to be profitable. Yeah, you know, obviously make money, but it is also about investing it back because also you can't do this without the team. They're critical. And so we need to support them. But that's why I want to have this conversation to make it clear that, you know, we are, you know, we need to work together on this because actually the better we are all at this and the more conscious we are, the more we're going to get out of it, all of us. Yep, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, So... We've talked a little bit about P&L. Let's maybe look at some P&L numbers from the, the deck, uh, just you know, just so I stay terrified about talking about finances all the time. So, uh, this is, so this is our quarterly meeting, actually. This isn't a monthly, so it's like bigger numbers that are a bit more important. So we have financial targets that we try and hit. Um, so in order to grow at a sustained rate that's not too crazy, that is comfortable so that we can onboard people in the right time and... Uh, still service our current clients and spend enough time on them whilst doing a little bit of extra acquisition, we have a revenue target. Um, So last quarter, we were 88% of our revenue target. Uh, This quarter, we're 95% of our revenue target. That's good. Very good. Here's the thing that I'm super excited about, and this is heavily correlated to you joining the business. Um, Our Q1 EBIT last year, 9%. Painful, painfully yeah. shit. <laughs> <laughs> our current, uh, our Q1 EBIT uh, this quarter, 23%. Excellent. That's healthy. Yeah. That is exactly yeah. what it needs to be. It's Brilliant. not insane numbers, yeah. but that, like, if they were a bit, we're going through a little bit of growth and we're profitable, yeah. that's fine. That's we don't really want to be encouraging. Interesting with profitability, we don't want that to be any higher because that means we're either underspending or under delivering like if that was like 40 yeah. percent profit margin with growth you're like oh yeah. you're gonna that's not yeah. healthy weirdly exactly. um in terms of cash savings mm-hmm. targets so we always ask our um, accountants to tell us what our surplus is and when we get enough surplus that's when we look at hiring rounds and growth and stuff like that um we're four percent under surplus whereas last quarter we were five percent over okay well we've just hired four people and that's mostly recruitment costs any recruiters out there i hate you (laughs) (laughs) no so recruiters are expensive they charge a lot but good recruiters are worth it so we spent the money on um investing in people we're doing new training stuff the whole the whole deal we've flown everyone in ray's come in from abu dhabi we're about to speak to him in a second it's going to be i'm really excited for that um and we've got a big massive corporation tax bill coming up but i'm not going to talk about that in a public (laughs) setting um other things client composition so we are very into looking at um what percentage of total revenues each client Mm -hmm. Uh, back in the day we'd happily sit with 40 percent of total revenue in one client that's a dangerous position to be in. That is go out of business territory. <laughs> yeah. um, now I'm very happy to say that the uh, last quarter, we had three large clients that made up uh, 50% of, of rev. Now that's down to 40% of rev. So there's no one client that's more than 16% of total rev. That Which, is fantastic. Yeah, I and mean, you've done a great job. Can I just thank say, you all? Thank you all. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> you. You've done a phenomenal job with sales, and but also doing everything at the same time because you've been doing all the, um, you know, trying to get stuff sorted on the ground. So we talk, um, you know, you've been setting up the LMS system, the mm-hmm. HR system, onboarding, recruiting. So to do sales on top of that is a very well, very, very good job. 
Yeah, our well Q2 done. forecast, thank you, thank you. Um, our Q2 forecast is going to be no one client will be more than uh, 12% of business, which cool. is like, that's really secure that's at that point. That's a good point. place to be. And with growth on top. So yeah, yeah we're, in, we're in a good place um, financially. Um, you know something that's really helped me? So we got a new office space I'm coming, coming into every single morning. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm getting up wildly early. I realized this thing about myself, you know, um, if I give myself permission to be extreme, then I'm really happy. Okay. Which is not what we preach internally. We preach the exact opposite of that. Um, so we we preach balance. Um, Forty weeks. We don't. We're really unhappy if someone sends me anything like outside of office hours. We actually pull them up a bit. It'd be like, are you okay? Like, are you overworked? Yeah. Um. Why is this like? Why do you really need to you know do things later? That really happens. But I like, because it's my company, I like, I like getting up super early, coming in here, drinking way too much of those massive Starbucks <laughs> things, <laughs> getting wired and going for it. And then when we get to then sit back and be like, huh, everything's yeah. going in the right direction. It feels so rewarding. Yeah. And I think but the, the, the good thing is, I get what you're saying, but I think also is you're working um, in your to your strengths, and I think that's mm. another thing though that we need to acknowledge is that um, I think there's a couple of things you're doing the right things now. You're working on the right stuff, yeah. um, and um, you're enjoying what you're doing, and you're doing a great job, and that that's also you know that's impacting on the team I think as well. Um, but I think there's a, yeah, this is the thing though. I think also the nice thing is like we recognise people want do want to work in slightly different ways and I'm not saying definitely not sending late emails but like you say some people do want to get up a bit earlier and I think for me like our team are early risers I've noticed that they are yeah Yeah. and but what I love and I've worked in companies before is where you'll (laughs) I I, because I'm an early person as well so I prefer to sort of switch off a bit more in the evening same um, but then what I've noticed I'd come in in the morning and I'd be like there's so many emails not just from like from clients but team replying and it, it seems like that was being encouraged. Does that make sense? Yep. Like there was that going on. Whereas I love that I come in and then there's steady like flow throughout mm. the day. But yep. then we don't tend to have that. And I think that's come from, that's definitely a cultural thing, which is great. Um, but we don't, um, you know, we. but yeah, as I say, I think it's having the four day thing as well helps because people are just able to work more how they want to work. If that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. And one thing I should caveat is like, I'm trying to get into the office, like, I'm not going to say the, the times because there's some, everyone will be like, eh, it's a toxic hassle culture. It is. Fuck you. <laughs> like, I work too much. Fine. But I like it. Uh, but I, I typically, you can't get me after 4 p.m. Yeah, that is true. I, yeah, yeah, yeah no, sure. That's no. <laughs> my email, motherfucker. No, no, no. But I think that because you're you're fine. done. My brain yeah. is done at that time. Yeah. But if I get up super early, I'm like, and also no one's in. So if you're starting yeah. crazy early, you can work right up until lunch without a lot of disturbances. And that's actually the secret as to how I've been able to do all this stuff yeah, over the last exactly. quarter. It's just because I've had big blocks of uninterrupted time. I'm a big fan of a book um, by Cal Newport called Deep Work. Yeah. One thing, oh God, I don't know if I should reveal this about myself. Cycle time. Um, so I realized that as I was doing this, I was getting sleepy, but I was going to bed with the phone. Right. Because I'm single. No, on, on TikTok. <laughs> yeah, yeah, TikTok, <laughs> right. And just blasting through TikTok at like, you know, 10 o'clock at night yeah. with blue light and all this stuff. 
Well, class example, I've only had 36 minutes on his phone today and it's the middle of the day, which is really unusual for me. But um, I got one of these box things that I've got a, a, a timer on it, that, a lock box. Have okay. you seen these things? No. They're meant to be for fat people to not eat cookies, I think. <laughs> so you're meant to, it's an American invention, obviously. Right, okay. Sorry, America. Um, but they, you put the thing in and you put a timer on it. It's like, don't touch this for another eight hours and it just locks Aye. it. So unless you've got a drill to drill it, you're not going to get into it. Oh, so I've been wow. doing that to my phone. So I get home at night. About 8 o'clock at night, it goes in with the charger. And okay. I can't touch it until I'm about to literally go out the door. So I need to wait until I go out the door until it opens I can take it. That's excellent. It's a bit extreme, but I yeah. can give myself permission to be extreme. And it's worked beautifully. My sleep quality is so good now. Yeah. And I'm just letting myself be bored. I'm reading a lot more again. Um, yeah, it's just a much healthier yeah. way to be. And optimising what you do your rest time yeah is such a huge win if you're going hard i don't have anxiety about it i'm eating well i'm going to the gym the whole deal it's a really interesting pillar habit like good sleep yeah and i think i know you're calling that extreme and i understand why you're saying that but i think actually you've got a nice routine yeah like, that's what it is i don't I, I get the locking it feels extreme but i think that works for you and actually that's just a routine thing and i think um yeah, I, it is definitely that. And I think the other thing is that I've never, I didn't realise till the last, even, you know what, probably since the pandemic, I realised actually, and I think a lot of things, I was talking to like our clients about this yesterday because a lot of things change in their business culturally as well and personally. So I found that really interesting to talk about. Um, but yeah, I think um, I've realised that I can, I have to stop now if like if I'm not in the right frame which I never used to do like frame of mind to mm. get something done I'm not going to be efficient I'm going to end up redoing it um but also it means as well when I have to push it I can push it that's the difference because actually I feel rested that's such a good one so redlining all the time is is one thing right and you kind of think yeah I'm just going to push it all the time the problem yeah. with that is when you actually then need to truly push it you're already running on fumes and you're already redlining so you're yeah. it's kind of like the way music works like if you ever go and see a band and they start loud it's not interesting because there's nowhere to go right. they're at their absolute max yeah. volume so all they can do is bring it down the way which decreases the energy yeah. so that's why like timbre is a thing and cadence is a thing inside of music same with work same with personal energy been reading um more bertrand russell i bloody love that guy i got it's a book like it's like on happiness but it's like he done it in the 30s or something like okay. that wow, he's talking okay. about like the need to curate boredom it's so important Ooh. i'd find that so difficult <laughs> yeah honestly like sit, sit for an hour and do nothing i dare anyone listen to this i dare you just put this stop listening to this or watching this go and do nothing for an hour no food no coffee no water just look out a window it is brutally hard because yeah. we've like because the phones. I think. Gets the crap out of me, honestly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but um, yeah. yeah. So we've got our uh, company meeting coming up um in about an hour or so. What are you looking to get out of it? What's the what big wins do you want from it today? Because this is quite a big one, right? Like we've implemented tons of the feedback from the team, and we're going to do another NPS internally. In about a month, I think. Yeah, so at the end of this month. Yeah. Um, as I say, my main f like the focus for me is about um, getting the team to understand why we, you know, why we measure things the way we do. Um, you know how we all need to be conscious of you know where we're spending our time, what we're doing. Um, you know, and why that's important. So we're talking about profitability and why that's important for them. Um, and yeah, and I think um, I, I suppose the main thing really is 
so they can see as well what and this is where I think the team meetings are good because we have our daily stand-ups where I'll make sure I give the team I'll keep them up to date with stuff that's happening or just remind them about things that need to, you know need to be happening um but I think we've got the nice thing we've got new hires we've got new clients coming on um I just think it's going to be exciting for them to see and like you've talked about the numbers like they're looking positive um, but also to let them know, you know, where the plan is for the next quarter, like where we're going mm. and what we're going to do next. Because, um, yeah, and I think and it's I think that's what happens in an agency, though, because obviously you, the team work on stuff day to day. And I think it's important that we just make sure they regularly see this is the bigger picture. Take a step back. This is what's going well. This is what we need to work on. Um, but, you know, we're moving on, moving on up. We're moving on up. Like, <laughs> <laughs> spot the 90s baby <laughs> yeah um yeah so i think that's what i'm excited about and as i say like the team have got the training as well this afternoon um i've spoken to them about it and i think they're excited ray's excited over there yeah blessing um, yeah so i think he's growing extra foot exactly <laughs> in an hour um yeah and then as i say like the end of the day we're going to do like a team activity so do you know what there's loads of yeah loads of exciting stuff i think out it's gonna be good the team activity we can this isn't gonna go out until no. after we've done the activity so we can say it's electric shuffleboard that's a great idea thank you for yeah. finding it and organizing it um yeah. we should probably tell people what we tried to do last time and it went it was a quite a quite a fail so i tried to yeah. book it last time and i thought that axe throwing was a good idea however we've said at the start of this that agustina our creative director um, is heavily pregnant. Yeah. What does not go well with heavily pregnant people? Axes <laughs> being hurtled through the air. While people so, are drinking beer. Yeah, that was <laughs> weird, man. That was like pissed up people with axes. I'm like, yeah. oh, it reminded me of being back in Glasgow. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we're doing shuffleboard. I'm really excited for it. We've got flown in a bunch of people. Yeah. It's going to be great. Um, but let's crack on and get the uh, get the company meeting done any parting words anything that you want to go uh, over ooh, um just that i'm yeah i think we'll give everyone an update on how things go uh over the next months like as i say i'm going to be working on this project with finance which i'm super i, I am actually super excited about it so um so am i i think see the day that we can actually i looked at um so we, we've just um filed our end of year accounts and we've seen our profit numbers and stuff like that. And they look okay, not great, but they look okay. But then I was like, oh, but if a percentage of that went to the team, and I worked out what per head we'd be able to give people if it was like the modeling that I'm doing, it's significant. It's like 15, right. 20% of the average salaries on top of what they're getting. I'm like, Phew. yeah, exactly. That's exciting. Yeah, a couple of people <laughs> in the back are going, yes, oh, do it. I find it fascinating because I think as well, like being able to look at it and analyze it and delve into it and think about, well, what if we do this? And you can look for efficiencies and, you know, look at the trend and be like, well, actually, you know. Um, yeah, so I feel like it's moving in the right direction. Um, I think obviously the summer's coming up. We're going to think about a summer party. Summer, summer, summertime. Yeah. <laughs> Feeling hot, hot, hot in London. Okay, um, too far. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> we'll stop now. Um, but yes, yeah, so I think we'll probably have a chat about that over the next month. Think about plans as well. So yeah, I'm excited because I think it will be. There's going to be a lot of team activity going on um, and client activity and just off working on the business. So fun times. All right, thank you everyone for tuning in to this agency life. We will talk to you same time next month. Yeah. Happy Friday. For mugs. <laughs> <laughs>